is there a legitimate business reason for doing what you're doing? Would you, without uh, considering SEO, be interested in that activity anyway? DigitalMarketingRadio.com The Big Interview with David Bain What SEO and link building tactics are working for big name brands in 2014? Is guest posting dead or is this something that still works from an SEO perspective? And what about link bait? What are the most effective strategies to encourage backlinks? Those are just three of the questions that I intend to ask today's special guest, Justin Devo. Justin, welcome to DMR. Thank you very much, David. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Well, Justin is Managing Director at award-winning digital marketing agency, Receptional.com. He was also previously Chief Executive Officer at keyword research company, WordTracker. So, Justin, you've been involved with keywords, SEO and link building for quite a few years now. What's your opinion in terms of how SEO and keywords have evolved over the last few years? Uh, do any tactics that used to work six or seven years ago still work today? Uh, then I think that's a, that's a good question, David. And uh, and maybe I can let you into a secret and say that most of the tactics that I will be talking about, uh, while not exactly the same the same format, you know, marketing uh, in its general sense hasn't changed that much and there will be kind of variations on some of the tactics that were you know that were working several years ago i mean i think seo has has changed uh, probably more in the last 18 months than almost at any point in its history and so some of the old school tactics of you know directory style link building that you know you used to employ someone uh, you know often often it'd be someone in india who would charge you you know ten dollars to generate a thousand links that kind of old school link building is absolutely dead that will do a lot more harm than good but you know the old school tactics which were based around good solid marketing uh, and replicating this you know the good marketing tactics that you would use offline but online those things will will uh, will work and will probably continue to work for you know, many years after I'm no longer here <laughs> well let's hope that's a long way off <laughs> yes <laughs> and um, we both agree on that <laughs> um so um link building is one of these words that um a lot of companies are a little bit scared of um possibly because of um threats that um google and uh, associates um um tend to, to to make because um officially link building shouldn't really be done according to google's terms um so but is that that's really something that still works nowadays um is it something that's still a significant part of its algorithm now then i think the simple answer is yes uh but let's you know let's be clear about what i what i mean my view is always that Google uh, turns of turns over I forget how many tens of billions of dollars a quarter now. Uh, I don't. Google employs lots of uh, PhDs who are a lot more intelligent than I am. Uh, they have probably have more t- more people in you know uh, one small niche of their business than I have in a in, in a whole office. My feeling is that if I were to fight Google there's not very much chance that I would win over the long term. So I always want to work with, uh, you know, Google's suggestions and the way that Google wants us to work. That said, that does, you know, in terms of SEO and link building, a good, solid technical understanding of how a website works and how a search engine works will help your broader marketing activity. And if you can tie all your marketing activity together and underpin it with that good technical understanding and, 
then that will definitely help your organic rankings on Google. And we can call that link building or we can get on a different bandwagon and we can call it content marketing or whatever we want to call it. Uh, and I just stick with the, with the term link building just because that's what it was called when I, when I started out working in the industry. Um, but in the end, it's about you know good, using good uh, old fashioned uh, marketing tactics underpinned by technical understanding is what, is what we really do as a business. Okay, and um, one of the methods of driving links to a site um, that Google, um, or at least Matt Cutts, um, raised his head above the parapet and actually um, said was um, not appropriate to do was guest posting. And um, he um, shut down a, um, a quite well-known guest posting network, or effectively shut it down by making sure that it couldn't be found even by its brand name. Um, so does that mean that um, guest posting isn't something that should be done now as a link building tactic? Uh, then again, I was, uh, I'm was i I'm old enough that, you know, I was writing uh, marketing articles for publications before there was an, before there was an internet. Uh, and I think the idea of getting your name out there and writing, uh, you know, thought leadership pieces, uh, you know, that that help to educate an audience is something that you know is definitely uh, a tactic that used to work and will continue working for for many years. I read the piece that uh, that Matt Cutts uh, produced, uh, and he he actually published it. He published it and then amended it, uh, and he was very specific in his amendments. What he was talking about was. Uh, clamping down on the sort of spammy guest posting which involves getting a bit of software, taking an article, rewriting that article a thousand times and posting it on a thousand crappy websites that no one is ever going to read and which in the end are just polluting the internet with, with rubbish that you know uh, that is of no value to anybody for the sake of building links. Now I quite agree that that is not the sort of guest posting that you want to be involved with. No brand that wants to establish it for the long term, establish itself and run a long-term successful business is going to be interested in building links in that way. But there are markets and um, one of the things I was going to touch upon was the difference between you know B2B and B2C markets. You know, and in some business markets where you're not targeting huge numbers of people, but it's really important that they understand what it is you do. And sometimes you need to educate, you know, people before they will buy your products. Then that idea of publishing content which helps to educate and explain uh, the benefits of using your service is a perfectly valid marketing tactic. Uh, and whether we call it guest posting or you know producing white papers or whatever we want to, then I th that's specifically not banned by, by Matt Cutts and Google. Uh, and I think is a, a very legitimate marketing tactic that we still use with, you know, with lots of success. Okay, you talk about explaining the value of your, your service or your product. What about actually doing things like giving bloggers um, um, a product of yours to review? Um, if a blogger reviews that and ends up giving you a link back to your site because of that, is that a legitimate tactic nowadays? Uh, yes, I, th I, th I think it. I think it is. The, the question I always, the question I always ask David is: Is there a legitimate business reason for doing what you're doing? Would you, without uh, considering SEO, be interested in that activity anyway? If the answer to the question is yes, then. I don't think we need to worry about about Google. Google's not trying to clamp down on doing uh, on stopping us running our businesses in the way we want to run them to generate uh, interest from a, t a potential audience. Um, the sort, you know, the sort of uh, the sort of link building that Google wants to ban is when you approach a blogger and you pay them, you know, a hundred, two hundred pounds uh, 
to, to produce a, a really crappy article with a link back to your site. Uh, that's of no, again, that's of no interest to Google because Google doesn't want the internet polluted by by rubbishy articles, uh, and and it's and it's clogging up their algorithm and promoting sites that probably don't deserve to be there. But if you've got uh, an interesting product that no one has uh, no one has seen before, or uh, you know you want people to be reviewing, then that's a perfectly legitimate tactic. And PRs have used it for many many years uh, when there was kind of. You know, when there was when there wasn't an online, then you get in touch with magazines and newspapers, and you take people out to lunch, and you talk about your product, and you would get them to uh, to try and publish a review. Uh, the only difference now is that there's a lot more people out there, uh, and certainly I think it's a legitimate uh, a legitimate marketing tactic to get someone to look at you know to look at your products and uh, and uh, and review them. Uh, that's the sort of thing that you know would want to be doing. I think what you don't want to be doing though is is doing that in uh, uh, in a way that um, is kind of fixing the anchor, fixing say the anchor text because Google is able to pick up on that. If you were to send out ten products for review and all of those people link back to you in exactly the same way because you've told them to do that, then Google's going to go well. That's you know that's kind of fixed. I think it needs to be a much more organic process, and you you don't try to dictate to the blogger about how they review the product. You know you allow them to do that in their in their own way, which is how you know journalists used to do it. And that's you know just a professional way of uh, of working. I think um, what you said, is there a legitimate business uh, idea, concept behind what you're trying to do? And um, if it's not about SEO to begin with, um, then if SEO comes out of it uh, as a byproduct, then it's um, it's legitimate. So um, I, I, think, I think that's a great way to measure things by. Um, what about... Um, if um, a business hasn't got that much time to dedicate towards SEO, um, they've got a website built that's of reasonable standards, so on, on-site SEO is, is, is okay. Um, but in terms of off-site SEO, driving traffic and, and links back to the site, they don't have too much time to focus on that. Um, what are a couple of tactics that you think are probably the most important, the most um, effective to be focusing on to begin with? So uh, I think that's, that's a good question because we have you know a lot of um, a lot of smaller business clients uh, when uh, the owners of the business or the people working in it are incredibly busy doing their day job uh, and they don't have too much time to be thinking about uh, how they promote their website and don't have enough time to dedicate to doing to doing that certainly on a full time basis and so what I always try to encourage people to think about is you know what are the relationships that you have offline. And so if you're a member of the local chamber of commerce, for example, is the local chamber of commerce showing to Google that you're a member? Is it linking back to you? Is it sending, is it sending that positive single, signal uh, through to Google? What are the other relationships that you have from customers, from suppliers, uh, anyone else that you're, that you're doing business with or is part of your network? Are those people connected to you and linking to you? you know, are there any other ways of kind of publishing yourself publicizing your business through those people. Uh, and, and quite a lot of the people we speak to have got fantastic offline networks. They've got successful businesses that have been running for, ne- for many years, but they, they haven't replicated that success online. And what Google's looking for is some indication that your business is a successful and engaged member of the community. Uh, and links are really a, merely an indicator of, of that from Google's point of view. And so I think part of it is about changing the mindset and saying any marketing activity that we're doing needs to consider SEO uh, as, you know, as, as part of its remit. Uh, and so if we're sending out a press release, does the press release you know, have a link back to the site so that people can follow that and, and link in a perfectly natural way through to the site? 
Okay, and you also mentioned at the beginning of our conversation that SEO has changed quite a bit over the past 18 months, probably the most that it has changed over its lifetime. Um, can you give a little overview of how it actually has changed over the last 18 months and perhaps any thoughts on how it might, it might change even further over the next uh, few months? Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I think one of the uh, one of the biggest changes is that Google has really been uh, clamping down on spammy uh, link building uh, in a way that we didn't we didn't see previously. So, so for maybe ten years uh, um, after after Google was founded, uh, about that sort of length of time, Google was saying, "I oh, don't build you know link, don't build spammy links, don't build spammy links," and everyone was going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll just get on get on with our link building in the usual way." And and and, o- and over time, the costs of link building uh, were kind of were, were gradually reduced. People in the end were just building software that could build you as many links as you wanted to in a short space of time. Uh, and in the end, that doesn't work for Google. Google wants to show the best quality sites, the best quality content at the top of its results. It wants to show the brands that people expect as well. Uh, and uh, and so it needs, a, it needs an algorithm that puts the results there that people want to see. Uh, and so it took action. And uh, it started off with, uh, with really with the Panda penalties that came in, where people had created sites which had very little value, lots of thin content. Uh, you know, there were companies like Demand Media that had set up a, you know, a multi-million pound business just creating content at the lowest possible price and trying to leverage the advertising off the back of that and attracting huge amounts of traffic in. Uh, and Google said, well, oh, that quality of, quality of a lot of that content is good enough. So it hit, it hit that business with penalties. Um, but I don't think we should focus upon an individual business. I think it's about just taking that whole sector out. It just said, okay, we don't want this thin, uh, not very valuable content. What we're much more interested in is putting content in front of users that they will find uh, engaging and interesting and useful. And so the Panda penalties stopped people doing that kind of automated site building. And then the second wave of penalties was what were called the the penguin penalties. Uh, And that was really about stopping people from building spammy backlinks by either entering uh, entering their site into lots of directories or, you know, employing people to do kind of the comment spamming. So you would, you know, people linking back from, you know, forum posts and that kind of stuff, uh, which really, again, has no value in the real world it was purely done for the purposes of seo and so they clamped down on on that and a a lot of sites were you know that had been link building against google's terms and conditions were really were really hit by that now i'm I'm grateful to say that none of receptionals clients uh were um but uh what did happen is that we, we we helped a number of sites recover. So I think we've got quite a good understanding of, of how uh, of how Google's requirements have changed over the past few years. And I think introducing those penalties and making everyone play by uh, I suppose much fairer uh, rules has been kind of one of the one of the big changes. Okay, well, that's a great overview of where SEO is today. But um, let's segue um, over to the second section of our discussion, and that's your thoughts on digital marketing in general. So starting off with... Software I couldn't live without. What software do you currently use in your business that if someone took away from you, it would significantly impact the success of your business? Then there's a, there's a number of different tools that we that we use every day. So uh, Majestic SEO is a tool that we use in uh, in our link building activity. I think Majestic has got the biggest uh, database outside Google of uh, of or the, the the biggest understanding outside Google of how the internet links together. And so we use Majestic for a lot of our link building activities just to understand uh, you know how a client uh, is linked to and how the competition is faring. Uh, we probably couldn't live without that. 
We use MediaHawk uh, for call tracking, uh, which has been a, which is a fantastic innovation. If any business that gets a lot of uh, telephone calls into its website, you should really have uh, call tracking installed on the site because it allows us to tell where all those different telephone calls have come from, so the original source of the marketing. And for a lot of our clients where they don't get so many email inquiries, but they do get lots of telephone calls, that's been a fantastic way of analysing the effectiveness of, of marketing activity that otherwise we wouldn't know how it was performing. So is that so, um, incorporated as part of Google AdWords or is that actually within the landing page you're talking about? Oh, so um, so on the website, uh, and I think you can you can check it if you go to the reception, reception.com, we have call tracking on our site. What happens is that every single visitor uh, gets a different telephone number. Right. Uh, listed on the site. So what would what would happen is that when you arrive at the site and call that number, we can then trace back that individual number to its original marketing source. So we're kind of tracking each individual visitor to the site and giving them their own their own number to call. And uh, so that that happens on the website. And what software don't you use, but you've heard good things about, and you've meant to try at some point in the future? Um then uh, search metrics is a tool that we're testing at the moment which is kind of really an uh, an enterprise type seo tool uh, and so we're going to start testing that over the next few days and i think that well, what we're hoping is that that will give us a, a a better insight into kind of the seo performance of really of really big websites that we're working with uh, and we'll hopefully kind of speed up some of the some of the reporting that we do uh, but yeah i'll be interested to see how that goes I wish I would have. I'd like you to look back on the very first day that you were involved in trying to market a business online. What didn't you do so well? What do you wish that you would have done differently? Uh, go back into the mists of time. You mean, David. <laughs> uh, then I, I think um, I think in the in the beginning of uh, my digital marketing career, I think I was probably phased by the idea that this was something completely new. And my background had been in. in Really, in direct marketing, um, you know, I'd worked in I'd worked in publishing's uh, in the publishing business, selling uh, conferences and training courses and magazines. Uh, and I suppose I tried to kind of reinvent everything for for online. But actually, a lot of the lessons that I learned at the beginning of my career from direct marketers, people like people like Drayton Bird, uh, Claude Hopkins, going back into the very very mists of very very mists of time. Some of the you know, some of the marketing. Uh, that they taught is just as applicable online as anywhere else. So things like on your homepage, you know, making sure that the benefits of a product are outlined. You know, you've got testimonials from happy clients. You've got your, you know, your sign-up form should be simple to fill out. All that kind of stuff. Uh, I suppose I took too long to kind of follow, you know, follow the lessons of offline marketing online. I love the fact that um, online marketing now uses a lot more principles of um, conventional um, offline marketing than it has done in the past. Because I mean, certainly, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, um, it was all about um, almost tricking visitors to get to your website or or using different spammy um, link building techniques that we've talked about before. And it's um, a lot more fulfilling to focus on um, the right audience and um, engaging with um, with 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 other websites that um, are likely to um, have your target audience and offer offer them value as well. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. I mean, Claude Hopkins, who I mentioned, who wrote uh, who wrote his uh, uh, seminal book, was Scientific Advertising. Mm. It's nearly nearly a hundred years old now, but uh, but if you re reread that today, the kind of the things that he talks about in terms of uh, in terms of basic marketing apply almost more online than, than when he was kind of using a lot of direct mail. <laughs> you right. know, it's a, it's still it's still well well worth rereading that book. I've got a copy of it, but I I think I read a few pages of it and haven't actually <laughs> progressed through it. But um, I, I should do. It's one of those classics. Yes. Yeah, and 
and it's available for for free for free download. Uh, I mean, you just have to do a search on it. It'll be a, there'll be a, definitely be a free download on uh, on Drayton Bird's site. Absolutely, and you can get it in Kindle, lots of places as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The this or that round. So this is the quick response round. Ten quick questions. Try not to think about the answer too much. I'm just looking for your gut reaction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go, go on, go on. You can try me on a gut reaction. We'll see how far we get. Okay. Here we go. Email or Twitter? Uh, email. Audio or video? Uh, uh, video. Affiliates or display advertising? Oh, display advertising. Facebook or Google Plus? Uh, oh, uh, oh, Google Plus has let me down recently. Facebook. <laughs> Online press releases or one-on-one relations? Uh, one-on-one relations. Paid search or SEO? Oh, um... Both. You've got to have both. <laughs> I'll see if you come off the fence towards the end and ask that one again. <laughs> email contact form or telephone number? Uh, uh, email contact form. Website or app? A website. Social subscriber or email subscriber? Email subscriber. Local marketing or global marketing? Local marketing. And paid search or SEO? Oh, um, my background is, is in SEO, but we have a fantastic paid search team. I can't, I can't, I can't betray them by picking one or the other. <laughs> okay, let, let's move straight well, on you've got, to... You've got the jingles ready. Absolutely. <laughs> the $10,000 question. If I was to give you $10,000 and you had to spend it over the next few days in a single digital marketing activity, what would you spend it on and how would you measure success? Oh, then that's then I can come off the fence there because I would definitely spend it on paid advertising on on on, on PPC advertising, just because I think the the returns from paid advertising uh, can be fantastically quick, and uh, and and also because it's it's uh, Google has set up its AdWords system now, so it's just so measurable and you get get all the information that you need. So I would definitely be looking for a quick return for the ten thousand dollars so that I could go out and spend some of your money, David. <laughs> so obviously, paid advertising it's it's easy to quickly spend a lot of money there what, what are the main metrics that you need to keep an eye on um, to make sure that um, what you are actually spending is effectively spent Oh, of course. Then we'll be looking at um, you know the amount of traffic generated is is the, obviously the first step, but that counts for nothing if the traffic isn't then converting on your website. Uh, and then we want to be tracking you know what's the average order value uh, for that client. Uh, you know, those would be some of the some of the main metrics that we want to look at. And of course, um, Google um, Pay Per Click, Google AdWords. Um, have re- recently, um, I think about now, um, I, I know they're intending on doing this, is, is actually uh, taking away exact match keyword phrases. Um, is that something that you've looked into much at all? Um, we have, I, mean, I haven't personally investigated that a, a great deal. I think the, uh, I mean, the, the, the great headline is, you know, this nasty Google is taking away, taking away exact match. They keep clawing more money, more and more money away from us. But I, I think it's not, it's not such a significant change that it will, it will affect uh, advertising enormously. Yeah, so I think Google uh, have traditionally liked to obfuscate data and not give you the the, the full picture or um, give most people the full picture. Um, it's certainly been quite challenging for SEOs over the last couple of years seeing that um, no keyword provided um, percentage increase significantly. And uh, it's going to be 100% soon, so I'm not sure why they don't just take it all away, really. 
Yes, you know, I, I think it pretty, it pretty much has has gone, hasn't it? You know, and we. Do, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I looked in analytics for for kind of organic keyword information, but you know, uh, what what I'm finding is that you know, Webmaster Tools provides very similar sorts of information. You can't really follow the the, the keyword path in quite this in quite the way that you used to be able to, mm. but you can still get fantastic data from um, from Webmaster Tools, and I think. It, sort of about Christmas time last year, you know, Google improved the quality of that keyword data. And so that's what that's what we've been using. And we've built we've built a you know a small tool that allows us to kind of download more than ninety days or to, to keep a record for more than ninety days as well. So so we can get people's keyword history over the course of a year and you know uh, and analyze larger data sets so that we can see kind of what are the areas we should be focusing on in terms of our marketing. That's right, because Webmaster Tools only keeps the data for ninety days. It's important if you if you want historical information then to download it every so often. Uh, yeah, that's right. And so we built a tool that kind of does that does that automatically, so that at the end of the year we can review how the how the year has gone. Um, so, so but that data, you know, is is still there, albeit you know, as with all keyword research, you kind of need to use a certain amount of common sense, and there's you know some some best estimates flying around. <laughs> My number one takeaway. Well, Justin, you've offered a lot of great advice in our conversation, but what's the number one takeaway? What's the single most important step that our listeners need to take away and implement in their own businesses? Then I think the one of the things that we're seeing most with clients that I think is is fundamental to the whole the whole marketing process is uh, and, and that's most often missing is really a lack of proper measurement. So the sort of question you were asking me before about what are the metrics that we'd want to measure, and you know we work with quite a lot of large brands that haven't really been measuring the success of their marketing activity. So there's huge amounts of time and effort and resources and money pumped into kind of the you know and trying to and trying to win new business and run these fantastic campaigns but then the measurement on the back end of the site uh isn't really tracking that you know the success of those campaigns and really nowadays there's no excuse i mean we talked already about about call tracking and how that can help but for every single inquiry and every single sale it's pretty much possible now to track it right back to the original source of uh, of the marketing activity and that gives a fantastic picture of what you should be doing more of and what you should be spending less on uh, and that's kind of one of the one of the big things that's really missing uh, for me for most of the uh, most of the clients that we work with Wonderful. Well, that takes us to the end of our discussion today. So thank you so much for your time, your focus and your willingness to give back. So what's the best way for our audience to find out more about you and what you do? Then I would come to the Receptional uh, website, receptional.com, and uh, and look at our blog. And in fact, we published uh, an article uh, this week about online PR and link building and some of the tactics that I was talking about uh, uh, and some that I didn't mention uh, are listed in that article. And it's probably it's probably well worth checking that out if you're looking for a bit more detail. Right. Okay. Well, we're recording this interview um, on the 1st of October 2014. Um, so if anyone's listening to this uh, discussion at any point in the future, then uh, that's the timescale to, to look for on the receptional blog okay so the article is called five easy ways to combine links at the end at the end i can't get my words out <laughs> five easy ways to combine link building and pr for better campaigns uh, is the title of the, is the title of the article and that lists uh, some of the tactics we talked about but we also talk about uh, you know competitions and ways of finding contacts um, so like twitter using twitter to find people who will link to you all that kind of stuff is all in that article Great stuff. Well, thanks again, Justin. Cheers, David, and thank you very much. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today on Digital Marketing Radio. Remember, you can get every interview before it's published as a podcast, delivered as a weekly digital magazine, automatically to your tablet or smartphone. And that's for Apple or Android. 
Just go to digitalmarketingradio.com for links to where you can subscribe and join the rest of the Digital Marketing Radio posse. Catch you again soon. Digital Marketing Radio, Digital Marketing Radio.